Well, surprise, lovers. I bet you you did not think I was going to come back and sayonara 2023 with you. And of course I am. I've already got people saying, I know you're on holidays, but here's this and here's this. And, and yes, I am on holidays, but I could not leave you hanging. I had totally prepared you know, planned and prepped to do this podcast yesterday, but I could barely string a motherfucking sentence together. And I was under the pump, just really getting all of the rest of my work stuff done and horoscopes and my cosmic calendar and getting all prepared um, as I am on holidays from today, officially the 22nd of December um, until the 22nd of January. So um, of course, you know, when you own your own business, you're never really on holiday, but I am on holiday, <laughs> as in I won't be answering emails or, you know, DMs or posting or doing any of those things, sessions, all those sorts of things. But I'm always in the background doing things because that's that's life. Astrology never stops. Life never stops spinning. And I love still bringing you things, which means that I still will uh, be uploading my uh, full moon and new, moon, new moon. Okay, let's try and say that again after four shots of coffee, which I've had today because you know what, <laughs> you know, holidays. Um, you will still get the full moon and new moon post, full, the final full moon of 2023, which I'm going to riff on today and the first new moon of the year post as well. So they will be on my Instagram and Facebook as per usual. Um, I haven't decided what day I will come back and do my first podcast, but I have got you all set up. You know, if you are missing me and you need me in your ears or you want to watch me, of course, I have my 2024 free astrology panel on my YouTube channel. So Tiani Talks Astrology, pop on over there. There are there are seven calls. So I mean, literally, if you just listen to one a week, you've got seven weeks worth, right? Um, interviews with Chinese astrologers, uh, numerologists and rad astrologers who I love. Um, all riffing on 2024, all for free. So you can watch me, you can have me in your ears. You are not going without me for the next few weeks. I am there. I have prepared all of these things for you earlier and you're welcome. Merry Christmas. <laughs> and that is my gift to you. Um, of course, if you want to dive deeper, there are a couple of masterclasses that I've got that I highly recommend purchasing. The replay links are all up on my website. You just go straight to the masterclasses page. And the two that I would highly recommend are the Aries Libra nodal access class, which is two hours of sharing about the eclipses, um, especially if you have a lot of Aries and uh Libra placements, Aries Sun Moon rising. Um, if your nodes are in Aries or Libra, this is something that you want to get your head around because we still have a full year of the Aries and Libra energy with the eclipses. So you can go and purchase that and do that and work on that. Um, and of course, I did my very big Dragon Medicine 2024 um, online three hour masterclass this week, which was fire, let me tell you. Um, it was so good as well. So that is also there. So you can head on over to my website, of course, tiani.com.au and go onto that masterclass um, page. And they would be the two that I would recommend. If you want to dive into asteroids, I've got an incredible asteroid uh, workshop there that me and my beautiful star witch friend, Michaela, have done together. That's really cool. Uh, highly recommend that. And of course, if you just want something very basic and cheap and just to connect in, the cosmic calendar is there, darlings. Like seriously, like just, you know, get into that cosmic calendar. It's $8 a month and I've already done all of January. So you can actually go and purchase that now and you will get all of January's dates. I That's what I was up late last night doing, um, working on horoscopes and getting everything prepared for the next few weeks. Um, you get weekly horoscopes, which are all, you know, pre in the back of my website, ready to be launched every week whilst I'm on holidays. I'm literally sitting here staring at suitcases because we are flying to Fiji baby tomorrow and I just can't friggin' wait. Um, it's, uh, you know, there's something free to, very freeing and liberating about not having to do Christmas shopping and, you know, going and buying all the food that you're going to prep whilst I love that. And I've been doing it my whole life, especially my whole adult life. Um, it's there's something that's really liberating around just going, you know, flying to another country, having my beautiful sister-in-law um, host us at her home in Fiji and get a pool and get friggin Fiji uh, for a couple of weeks. So um, I will probably totally be out of action for a couple of weeks, but I will be back in Oz early, early January. Um, so 
super excited. There's lots there for you to go and play with over the next few weeks. But of course, I wanted to come in and super surprise you and give you a final podcast of 2023. Oh my goodness. I really feel like this has been the best year of my potty ever. Um, Obviously, I've been showing up weekly, bar a couple here and there where I wasn't there for the week, but pretty much, you know, that's nearly, you know, pretty much 52 episodes all up. And watching my podcast subscribers grow and having, you know, the Spotify wrap up thing and being in so many people's top 10, top five, number one. I mean, it's really stoked a fire in my belly. I've got some pretty incredible transits coming up over the next couple of years. And I really feel propelled to, you know, however the next level of the podcast is. I think that Joel has always said that I need to be videoing my podcast always. So I'm just trying to figure out how I video it and it gets onto Spotify because I think that that's a thing. Again, I'm not really sure because I'm not like a tech savvy person. So I'm going to have a lot of looking into all these sorts of things, darling. So as I come to you today on the 22nd, happy solstice, darlings, happy solstice, whether you're in the Northern Hemisphere or the Southern, we are in solstice now, which is, you know, literally meaning the sun standing still. And I always feel, you know, for a few days that this is a time of our own inner stillness. This is a time of, and and it seems sort of, you know, maybe paradoxical that right before Christmas, we're given this incredible reference point that the earth gifts us. You know, today is the beginning of a brand new season and a brand new cycle. Um, so it is, you know, winter um, for for the northern and it is summer for the us down here down under actually I just need a little bit of a drink here already Mm. because all that coffee has dehydrated me um so yes solstice blessings to you all wherever you are for us down here uh happy summer and for you northern folk happy winter i mean this is where you either have the longest light or the longest night um and then everything starts to slowly shift again until we move to equinox in march where it is equal day and night so this is the earth's reference points this is around connecting deeply into earth medicine um sky law and earth medicine because of course each of the solstices and equinoxes herald in the sun shifting into a new cardinal sign and today for us that is Capricorn and as I have just started to do this not long before the sun has entered zero zero Capricorn and did that only you know only not even an hour after the moon moved into zero zero Taurus so we get this beautiful beautiful solstice portal with the sun trining the moon exactly which is setting up our Capricorn season which is just delicious I don't know about you but I am feeling fucking glorious today I mean I am on holidays I'm taking it very leisurely I'm tidying and watching darts and drinking coffee you know darts is my thing in in um at Christmas time it's my favorite thing to watch so I'm drinking coffee and just pottering around packing my suitcase deciding all the books that I'll take and probably not read, but really going, no, no, I want to read a book, you know, uh, where we're going and staying at my sister-in-law's in in Fiji, there's a pool. So I'm just like, yes, laying by the pool, reading a book. Um, I just am deciding on what book that is going to be book or books. Um, And it's just, it feels glorious, but the moon is exalted in Taurus. I mean, this is just such a beautiful initiation into Capricorn season and solstice. You know, both of the, you know, we've got Jupiter in Taurus. The moon is going to connect to, to Jupiter over the next, you know, several hours. There's a beautiful sextile to Saturn from the sun. So there's something really just foundational and connecting and rooted and anchored. And, and I feel like it's a nice way to see out what has been treacherous and um, a a very treacherous year. And I have asked a lot of people on what their words were, and there's been a lot of roller coaster hard, you know, it's been a very big year for so many people, Um, brutal and beautiful and, you know, amazing lessons and deep, deep grief. And, and there has been so much, I just feel like this is like a cosmic kiss 
from the sky gods as we enter Capricorn season just saying hey you're here you're alive you made it and to have the moon in in Taurus over the next couple of days I mean this is just delightful I mean of course darlings you know the moon wants to be in Taurus this is her place of exultion and then not long after that we get the final full moon of the year which is in Cancer her home sign so we're getting this really delicious sort of you know, uh, you know, exit out of the year. And um, I highly recommend, especially if you've got my 2023 energy survival kit, you know, today, make sure you do that solstice spread. And if you've got my 2024 kit, hey, if you've got some space over this next couple of days, especially with the moon in Taurus, um, I would highly recommend doing your 2024 yearly spread. I'm going to do it today. I want to do it before I leave for Fiji tomorrow. Um, so I'm going to do it literally after I jump off this potty. I'm going to sit down at my table and I've got some beautiful peonies and um, I'm just going to sit with the magic. I've already seen some beautiful mushroom toadstools that have appeared as my beautiful solstice gift from Mother Earth. Um, so this can be a really good day because the moon's waxing. Um, you know, we've got the moon exalted the, you know, it's solstice, the sun's just in Capricorn, we've got this beautiful sextile to Saturn. So there's something really grounding and containing around this energy, like support, like you are being massively supported to anchor in and seed something, right? Like it's seeding. And remember, because we are beginning this new cycle as solstice brings in each season, equinoxes and solstice, they usher in a new season, a new turn of the wheel, um, this is the final cycle and season of the astrological year. So this is a really potent time um, to be to be casting your spells, to be dropping into your magic, to be rooting in and anchoring because of course we're working with Saturn medicine here. Um, you know, Saturn, like I said, you know, Saturn's the ruler of this Capricorn season. And this is the first Capricorn season that we've had since Saturn has been in Pisces so this is actually really delicious so it's going to feel maybe not as like oh workaholic like gotta fucking do the things it's actually it should feel more flowing and creative and sublime and poetic and artistic you know I know quite a lot of people that are taking time off when they usually don't and again what does that signify you know, it signifies the ruler of this season being in flowing, mutable Pisces. So this can be a really beautiful Capricorn season because just remember, team, we're only going to get a, a couple of Capricorn seasons with the ruler Saturn in delicious Pisces. So this is a real spiritual initiation. Um, look, we've got Hygieia, uh, asteroid goddess of cleanliness and hygiene, moving into Pisces as well. Uh, early Jan and so I've got this real energetic sort of like spring to share with everyone like this is a time of cleansing your auric field but also a very big time of uh, you know this this spiritual hygiene and I think with Saturn being in Pisces and, and moving you know it's in a water sign it's in the depths of the ocean with the water sign I mean this is this is Pisces we're talking about no boundaries it's the ocean it's it, you know it's Neptune it's Poseidon yeah and then Saturn Capricorn the sea goat you know when when the the archetype of Capricorn is really honed into its magic it's working underneath the surface that that mermaid tail uh, goes into the depths of the ocean and of course an earth and a water sign have their own natural connection but Pisces and Pisces and um, you know Capricorn and you know Capricorn and all the water signs because of him being a sea goat but this is really delicious because obviously the ruler of um, Capricorn Saturn is in Pisces so there's just something really delicious and we don't get this very often and this is the first Capricorn season we get to experience this and and so yeah it's probably not going to feel so like yeah I'm so fucking tenaciously working hard I mean look Mars moves into Capricorn January the 5th and this is like hella awesome it's been two years since Mars has been in Capricorn he's exalted in Capricorn this is a good time and this is ambitious and tenacious and getting shit done and it's it's the slow burn you know it's it's Mars is able to slowly and quietly achieve 
And so, yeah, there's absolutely there's energy around achieving and, and goal setting and and the inner discipline. And you're probably going to feel the real difference of this Capricorn season to the last ones that we've had. Of course, you know, Saturn was in Aquarius. You know, you know, we haven't had Capricorn um, Saturn in a water sign for years. So there's something more fluid and fluid, uh, fluid, flowing and fluid around what is setting up to be this incredible Capricorn season. And I mean, look, with the moon in with the moon in Taurus as well for the first couple of days, like I said, it's we're really being supported this this Capricorn season to to not just work, but to really tune into our own sense of what success means for us. And, you know, for some people that is money, but when we really get to the heart, it's fulfillment, it's freedom, it's feeling liberated, it's feeling connected. It's a desire maybe to help. Um, and if money is your only goal, I mean, then you are living in that 3D material plane when everything, you know, is being done just for money. Um, and that is, you know, the out of alignment Capricorn energy. You know, it wants to, you know, present itself in a certain way. Um, everything's very solid. Whereas once you crack through and penetrate that 3D material and even the appearance um, you you go to the depths of the ocean with the with the tail with that sea goat and you know with with Saturn in Pisces we're really you can go as deep as you want to go you can go as deep as you can get baby like I'm already like frothing it and I, you know I've got a stellium in Taurus and you know Capricorn's my fourth house I see so Capricorn season is one of my favorites um, and we've got Lilith in Virgo and, and, you know, so there's all of this juicy, juicy earth energy around. And, you know, for some people it might feel heavy, like a thud, but I hope that you're really tuned in and plugged into the etherealness of it. You know, like this is very ethereal. This is very connected to fae and wind spirits and the plants and the flowers and you know, the beings, the sacred, devic, angelic beings that are here because we are talking about a Capricorn season which is heavily ruled by Pisces because of Saturn's journey journey here. And so, you know, and the fact that, you know, the sun moves into Capricorn and makes a beautiful sextile immediately to his ruler, this is joy. <laughs> you know, if you're not feeling joy, um, I hope that you can channel that and feel that over the next few days, because as the moon waxes, you know, there is a real building, beautiful energy because we're building towards this final full moon. Yeah. And I'm going to chat a little bit about this final full moon. It's pretty bloody delicious. Um, so we're building to this full moon, but you know, right now, yes, Jupiter's involved, Saturn's involved, the sun and moon are delicious. Like this is just this is yum town. This is fucking bliss. So plug into this. Um, like I said, highly recommend doing the 2024 reading. Um, your your spread. Oh, excuse me. I'm sort of like pottering, moving around a little bit. Sorry. And I suppose this is why if I had a video, you could see me do all the things like drinking again. Mm. Okay. So like I was saying, you know, it's interesting that solstice falls so close to Christmas because I read, you know, I, I, look, I get that there is so much exhaustion and overwhelm and feeling depleted and feeling like you need rest. And that is what the earth's medicine gives us. That is why we have solstice, the stillness of the sun, where it just hovers, where we have that longest night or longest light and the invitation to slow down. And like I said, it seems like how can, you know, people are like, but how can I, like, I'm too busy, but that's a choice, you know, like, yes, there's things to do and every single person has things to do, but then there's this choice to just be slow. And often, you know, in, in so much of the mentoring and, you know, stuff that I've been doing over the decades, it's the real fast, fast rushed people that, you know, oh, I just, you know, hit my car in the pole, blah, 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 like all these things, because they're constantly like thinking of the next thing that they need to do. And of course they come to me, hello, the slowest person on the planet. Um, you know, I think I invented slowness with my cancer moon and my stellium in Taurus. I mean, do not rush me. I don't do anything at a fast pace. It's just, except for if I'm like sort of maybe in one of those little moods, you know, where I'm like, oh, zing, zang. But in general, like 90% of the time, everything is slow. I am like the snail. Um, I am like the, what is it? The hare and the, 
tortoise i am a tortoise like literally i'm sure that like the koala and tortoise is my spirit animal um but you know this energy of busy and rushing and flitting and scattering and scattered energy and ding 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 ding. you know like when you meet those people you're just like oh my god like just slow down you know like just stop and it's often when they get taught to integrate and slow down that they actually achieve more. You know, it's, it's that beautiful quote that I've probably quoted here a million times around nature doesn't hurry yet everything gets done. You know, this is around not just divine timing in that wanky time, like, you know, that wanky way that it's like, oh, it's not divine timing for me. It's like, well, no, we still have to take action and find the sweet spot in the way we show up and take action, but then in the way that we can let go and surrender. That's an art. That's its own art. But, but divine timing, truly, if you're actually experiencing that, is knowing that there's no hurry for anything, <laughs> that everything comes in time. You know, everyone's used this divine timing as a means and a sort of an escapism way to go, oh, I can't commit to that because it's not the right time. It's like, well, no, you can't commit because you don't want to or you've made excuses. Like there's no, you know, it, it is exactly what it's meant to be. But when we're talking about, you know, that true divine timing, just like nature, it is just around slowing down, you know, and of course, yes, we have our own seasons and cycles, but it's around, can you slow down as the solstices and equinoxes give us these symbolic signatures for us to just stop, which realistically, if you're living with the earth, you will see that magic every day. But at least these quarters, these new seasons and cycles they really, you know, it, it, the, the whole world knows that it's solstice. You know, it's probably, you know, it might be the very few that maybe don't or, um, you know, so we all know that this is this time of solstice, you know, and right before Christmas, there's that invitation into our own stillness. Where can you slow down? Where can you honour? Where can you be in reverence? Here in the Southern Hemisphere, of course, it's summer solstice. So this is a time of celebration, working with flower medicine. I'm going to make a beautiful, beautiful blue lotus tea after I get off this when I do my oracle read for 2024 and set my last cycle up from my solstice spread. Um, again, if you've got my kits, you'll see that I have curated my own solstice reading for every quarter. And it's really important it, well, what I do with my ladies in my, my private container is to really, you know, to A, to use the same deck for the solstices and equinoxes and then to reflect on what has happened in the last cycle. And I even wrote this in my post today, you know, there's a deep, deep, deep invitation of reflection right now, um, sitting in solace, sitting in silence, sitting in stillness, and not just reflecting on 2023, which has been this collective seven, which has been quite tumultuous, but also, you know, and we've seen, you know, genocide, we've seen really, really intense things taking place, which still are, um, but actually to really reflect on the past few years. I mean, I remember prepping people for 2020 and the 2020s back in sort of 2017, 18 and 19, you know, going, it's it, things will be post 2020 and pre 2020. That's how we're really going to remember things. And post 2020 is big stuff. And, and there, it's like, there's so much energetic change that maybe you feel like you haven't caught up with it, or you're feeling overwhelmed or depressed, or you're still grieving your old life, or maybe you've taken the 2020s by the horns and, and really created something new for yourself. It's when you got out of a shit marriage and now you're thriving and things like that. Like it's, it's different for everyone. But I also think that whether it's, a really positive change or you're still sort of you know there's still some real tenderness going on which I, I know collectively for all of us we can still hold that grief and that's okay you know we don't want to suppress the grief you know when we lean into grief um, something changes it changes the molecular structure of our cells um, so so ultimately no matter what's taken place over the past few years this deep reflection of where you're at now and what you've been through and taking time just taking time so I really hope that everyone has got some space over this sort of new year portal um, I think that what we don't really give enough I don't know attention to as well it's like yes New Year's Eve is New Year's Eve and party time party time party time like everyone's like sayonara fucking 2023 see you later motherfucker like I get it 
but it's actually a sacred portal. It's like an initiation. It's a threshold, you know, we're, we're jumping the threshold. We're, we're moving into something that's new and dynamic. And January is a pretty interesting month. You know, we're pretty much starting the new year in a nine month. So there's still going to be this energy of letting go and, and purging and releasing. And, you know, it's sort of like, you know, that, that, that hook still just got us around the ankle and we haven't yet you know, cast it off yet. And that's okay. Don't, you know, watch your expectations moving into January if things are still slow and, you know, not feeling, I mean, we enter the year with pretty much Venus square, Sag and, you know, the moon opposite, um, sorry, not Sag, Venus, Venus in Sag square, um, Saturn and the moon opposite Saturn, you know, like there is like a bit of an inhibition those first few days of the, of, of, of the new year. So don't, you know, be hard on yourself if things aren't like, oh my God, why aren't I feeling amazing on day one? It's like, well, February is going to feel really quite delicious because it's the one year, um, or the one month in this new year. And um, we still have Uranus retrograde right through till the 27th of January as well. So, you know, once once all planets are direct from the 27th of January through to early April, there's going to get some real momentum. And look, this first quarter, sort of nearly half of the year, right, like up till the end of May, is huge. We're seeing massive, massive um, signatures and transits and things like that. So, uh, you know, take January slow. Yeah, just take it slow. Um, like I said, you know, Mercury will move direct on the second. Just here's a couple of little dates that you can write down. Obviously, if you've got my cosmic calendar, all this stuff's in there with lots of little beautiful songs to tune into and all the juice. Um, I, I had a really amazing time doing, uh, all of the January cosmic calendar last night. Um, you know, I could have done so much more as well because it's quite a active month, but you know, just, just Mars, you know, Mars moves into fucking Capricorn for the first time in two years. Now, this is a celebration. Mars in Capricorn is such a great, great transit. Um, so this happens on the 5th. Mercury goes direct on the 2nd. We've got that new moon on the 11th, but we've got we've still got Uranus um, retrograde until the 27th. So, you know, again, we're in a nine month, you know, it's still going to be really what do you need to cast off? So over this next couple of weeks, you know, I feel like there is just some magic to be had, um, considering what we've just moved into with the sun trine, the moon in, in, in Taurus, both at zero, zero degrees earth signs. Um, it's pretty delicious. And just, you know, tomorrow on the 23rd, we've got the Mercury retrograde Kazemi. So this is his inferior Kazemi. And, and this is a really delicious moment in time in the retrograde cycle where he comes into the heart of the sun so the sun's just we're in solstice the sun's you know the sun is our god our apollo right now like this is we are are bowing down to ra radiant light right and then mercury in his retrograde makes this Kazemi at zero, zero Capricorn before he pops back down to 29 degrees of Sag. Look, on the 23rd, he does. He pops back into 29 degrees Sag, but not before he has had this Kazemi with the king himself bestowing the blessings. And it was interesting too, because we're flying out, um, um, you know, we're doing a, a trip in a Mercury retrograde, but it just happens to be that it's the Kazemi. So I'm, you know, uh, it'll be interesting at the airport tomorrow. We'll see, we'll see uh, how all that goes. But, um, you know, this is a beautiful moment. This is a, the halfway point of the Mercury retrograde, but it's a beautiful moment as Mercury comes into the King's room, uh, the sun's room. And, Clarity can, you know, something, something lands, a blessing, you know, something is here for us, a piece of information, an aha moment, a piece of wisdom, a gift, a gift from Apollo. So really enjoy these next few days. You know, if you haven't already checked out my little Instagram and Facebook post, I've, I've talked a little bit about solstice as well as um, doing a big shout out and thank you for 2023 because it has been a really deeply humbling year. Um, if I have to give words to 2023, they have been the words I've been using is rich, deep, ritual magic. That has been what my year has been. It's been one of the most sacred, connected years I've had in a very, very long time. Um, Saturn in Pisces moving through my sixth house is a fucking dream. Um, yes, there's been some health things and I am tending to those, but, um, 
on a on a ritual magic less um on on a ritual magic sort of note um it's been really quite profound so i personally i mean often a seven energy when you're in alignment can be quite a quite a magical year even in brutal moments do not get me wrong there has been a lot of grief this year um but i welcome grief you know it's not something that i suppress or or hide away or even say mark as a bad emotion you know like grief grief humbles you and that's what's really special about grief so it's nice to be humbled right like it's it it really is and this year has been a very rich rich year with many rich experiences and deep experiences so um, I do want to thank you all for supporting my podcast um, and also for you know maybe you've come to masterclasses or had a session with me or you're one of the many 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 dms that I receive um, or emails that I receive that I try and keep up with but you know I am only one person um, and I am a very connected person so um, as I wrote in my post this morning on Facebook I didn't I wasn't able to fit everything in my Instagram post I've always got to condense that down because I always have a lot of words to say who would have thought hey Tiani talks um, but every every everything you ever read from me is from me I just want to let you know, I don't have copywriters. I don't talk to the GP thing, whatever the hell that is. I wouldn't even know how to start talking to an AI machine. Um, is that what it is, an AI machine? I've got no fucking idea, but it's that you will never, ever, ever see anything on my website, my Instagram, my Facebook, emails, nothing. It is all me and it will be forever. Just let me give you the hot tip. It will be forever. So I will never abandon astrology. It's been my life since I was nine years old. And I want you to know that I won't abandon Instagram. I love Instagram and I love everyone who follows and interacts with me and and supports my business. Um, Without you all helping me to sell my 2024 kit out for the first time in years, let me tell you, I do need to to really praise you all because I actually haven't sold my 2024 hard copy kit out in um, since I since my first year even if I've only had like 10 copies yet I haven't sold it out so I've sold that out this year so thank you so much um, often even in March I'm still got a box or two or three that I'm selling um, and I ordered the same amount as I did last year so I am so blessed and of course it's a bespoke product it's more expensive than some rubbish shit that you're going to get in fucking big W um, because I've got to pay for the printing, everything's done in Australia. I do everything myself. I wrap them, I post them, I write on the friggin' envelopes. I do it all. So know that that money is, you know, going towards absolutely everything. You know, it's it's the kit has is just one of my magnum opus things for you all and I will continue to be doing that so thank you if you purchased one um you helped me sell them out this year and yeah thank you if you've had a one-on-one and and you know your support and your love your messages nothing goes unnoticed and nothing doesn't touch me so I really want to just you know say thank you thank you for such an amazing year in support of my my business and my work and my heart's work this is just you know it's everything to me. It is everything. And I love you all. Um, okay, so let's talk about this. Kazemis, this happens the 23rd tomorrow. Um, so just pay attention. Like I said, you know, we've got this beautiful, beautiful few days with the moon in Taurus, you know, who's going to conjunct Jupiter later on and, and conjunct Uranus and, you know, try and Lilith. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's magic. <laughs> it's magic. And then the moon will move into Cancer um, and have the full moon, which I'll talk about in a minute. So, you know, these next couple of days as the sun is standing still, can you? That's the invitation. Can you stand still? Can you be the still one in the crowd? And you see these people. There's not very many of them, but you see them. They're still and focused and grounded and anchored. They're their own pillars. They're not the people that are, you know, wished, washed, friggin' like in a washing machine even in a, in a busy supermarket, you know, even doing Christmas shopping or grocery shopping or on the road. I mean, don't even get me started with how crazy drivers are. I just, to be honest, I just don't understand it. Like, I really don't. But, you know, this is this is the thing, right? So can you be still and and enjoy this solstice blessing? That's that's my hope. And then the, Merc- the Mercury Kazemi is really beautiful too. So uh, let's talk about, I've talked a little bit about January, given you a little bit of a feel of January. Now I want to sort of prep you for the full moon, talk a little bit about our uh, New Year's Eve and then darlings, 
this will be, this is it for 2023. Oh, I just, I have a little bit of a little heart moment here. Mm. It's, um, you know, when I was down the coast last week, you know, walking on the beach every day, it was just so, oh, so healing as I'm sure if you live at the beach, you're like, yeah, duh. Um, but walking on the, walking and swim and getting in the ocean every day is fucking medicine. But, and I didn't do a podcast and I was like, oh shit, you know, like we're going to Fiji and, you know, I've had to finish work this week. And, and then yesterday when I was just like, you know, doing all the work I needed to do up until last night. And I really wanted to do my podcast. And then today I'm just like, I am on, I am. And I'm just like, of course I want to do my podcast on my very first day of holidays. Of course I want to share with you and prep you for the next few weeks and just be here with you. I mean, I know I'm in my room and you're wherever you are in your car, in your room, in the bath, freaking wherever you are, traveling, downloading it on a plane. You know, I just wanted to be in your energy and I wanted, and I wanted that and I can feel that. And even though you know, right now, no one's listening yet because I haven't uploaded it. I feel you. And that's what's really special about this. So I am so, so bloody happy that I'm here doing this today. And, and, you know, all of the, all of the gratitude, all of the heartfelt gratitude for all of you. So thank you. So look, you know, maybe you felt that beautiful pop from the Saggy New Moon. That was the last podcast I did a couple of weeks ago. Um, that that Saggy New Moon was really quite delicious, actually. I really enjoyed it. And it really did break through the energy. Like, ultimately, you know, the piercing of that arrow really did break apart. It's sort of like um, in Harry Potter, uh, on the final Harry Potter, where they've got that big dome around them, but then everything starts to crack, crack away so that all the bad people can get in, you know, all Voldemort's army. Um, but that's what it felt like for me. It was just like, ah, you know, the Saggy New Moon was giving us inspiration and direction and fun and joy and fire. And here we are already in bloody Capricorn season, you know, Sag season really did go quickly. Um, I feel like it's sort of a blink and you miss it sort of, but it's just like, have we just had a Sagittarius season? But like I said, you know, and like I shared the whole time, it didn't feel like a Sag season because Jupiter's been retrograde in Taurus. So it's, it's also felt, you know, very different for a Sag season, but it did go very quickly. But that new moon really sort of pierced that veil. Um, that's how it felt for me. And I really sort of have enjoyed this waxing moon this building this growth this new energy that's come through and you know we're in like you know mercury cycle mars is is you know mars is beginning his new cycle so there's something that's quite fresh you know um yeah loving it and now you know we have this final full moon of 2023 it's like that is the time because in 2024 we end with a new moon so it's all very different, you know. This is why if you end with a full moon, it really is the end of the end of the end of the end. And from the full moon on the 27th right through to the 11th of January, that is also a time of purging and releasing. So, you know, the new moon in Capricorn in Jan will feel, you know, like a bit of a push and a little bit of a like, okay, like, you know, we are going to start to move and get some momentum. Mars is in Capricorn. You know, it's actually a really delicious new moon in in um, Capricorn on the 11th. But then, like I said, once we get to that Feb energy, you know, then we're in that one month and, and things really start to, to, to get moving. Let me tell you, um, they really, really do those, those, yeah, yeah there's those few months uh first few months in 2024 that are very big energetically um and you know there's a real sort of sense of two halves of the year in 2024 you know Jupiter is in Taurus uh for the first half until the end of May and then he moves into Gemini so we're going to get a real distinct feel of what that is I mean we're moving from slow plodding grounded fertile anchored in Taurus energy fixed to very high energy mutability and where Jupiter doesn't like to be. Jupiter does not want to be in Gemini. So it's very flitty. Um, right now, as of today, Solstice, I have just released and dropped the second last 2024 panel interview. And I will drop that very last one either tonight, later or tomorrow morning before I fly out. 
Um, and yeah, the Jupiter and Gemini uh, interview was amazing with beautiful Antoinette. She also did the Jupiter and Taurus. So I would highly recommend, um, you know, there's a couple of 2023 panels that I would scroll through and find to watch as well. And one of them's Jupiter and Taurus. You want to know about Jupiter and Taurus because we still have five months of it next year. The Jupiter Uranus conjunction is going to happen. Jupiter hitting Algol. Like there's some really interesting things that are going to happen as Jupiter actually moves out of Taurus. Um, and then of course, Jupiter in Gemini, which starts on the 26th of May, which that's when he ingresses there. So it's a, it is, it's a real going to be a very you know, part one and part two of 2024. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm bloody excited about 2024. There's a real anticipation for me. Um, and not that I'm, I don't love every year. I've always said that, you know, every year has exactly what it's meant to have. And I don't think that the year makes us that we make the year. So it's not that, but there's something about 2024 and you would know the difference from my 2023 kit to my 2024 kit. Um, there's something there. And, I, I, can, I can just feel the anticipation. I really don't have any other word for it, but anticipation and excitement, pure, pure excitement for 2024. Um, okay, so we have this full moon on the 27th in her home sign of Cancer. Now, I'm going to read you the degree of this. So ultimately, she is going to be full at four degrees of Cancer. This is happening around 10.33 a.m. in Brisbane. So again, you'll need to adjust the time and date to your own local place. Um, and I want to read the Deacon because it's really, again, of as usual, amazing. So let me read this, uh, not Deacon, the, the symbol, the symbol for the four degrees of Cancer. A trap door under a rug, getting lost and getting found, shadowed by self all the way, sent upon a cycle of radical externalization and almost being able to pull it off. Yet you are shadowed, haunted, bugged and sabotaged by the strangest things. Fate speaks loud and clear and says you are doing all of this for a purpose and your expression is pushing so far outward for good reason. But you must remember, get sobered and humbled. Be tripped up by what you don't see and won't let yourself feel. Superstitious and peripherally aware of just about everything. Concentrated upon self-intent with ferocious striving insistency. Needing to accomplish concrete external goals and needing to find them to be no longer enough. Pursuing yourself beyond the immediate drama so that the soul can restore wholeness just where persona gets swept away by how easy and natural it is to fill your world with your own ideas and sensibilities and sensibility sorry so you know this is the final I just I, I always love I love the Chandra symbols of each degree because there's 50 sentences and 50 analogies just in one paragraph. I mean, you could riff on two sentences for an hour and really unpack that, you know, where, where the full moon's happening in Deacon 1 of Cancer, um, which is the Venus Deacon, um, which is also the Cancer Moon Deacon. It's the Two of Cups. It's the Lord of Love. You know, this is two people looking at each other. This is connection, emotions, union. This is a divine you know, a divine full moon that we're having. And it really, it's, you know, and it's making all beautiful aspects, you know, where we've got this sextile to Lilith, this sextile to uh, Jupiter and a trine to Saturn. Yeah. So there's something really delicious about this. And we just think, you know, the moon is at home in Cancer. So any of us fellow Cancer moons, this is our moon, you know, this is our moon to let go, to release, and it's, you know, it happens to be the final moon of 2023. So check out where four degrees of cancer is in your own chart. This is where, you know, you can you can actively let go of those themes and things as well. Um, but there's something really held with this moon and really deliberate. We're thinking water here. We're thinking emotions. We're feeling, you know, it's, it's, it's a womb. And I want to say from, like I said earlier, the 27th through to the 11th, of January, I mean, we're in that release, we're in the waning moon. And that's why New Year's and that first sort of, you know, to be honest, pretty much that first week, um, or even until the 11th um, of, of oh, actually, it's, it's that second week of January, I did the horoscopes for that yesterday. 
uh, the 8th. That's when things start to shift. There's some really beautiful cosmic sky weather from them. We've got that new moon in Capricorn. So there's some real deliciousness. So it makes sense, you know, it always makes sense. You can't make this shit up. This is just the divine orchestration of, of the cosmic law. Like this is just, you know, this is just sky weather 101, right? So from the 27th and it's not like oh it's bad or anything like that it's just be aware like you might be emotional you might be purging you might be letting go maybe you're clearing out your cupboards you know metaphorically literally you know clearing out your mental space um if you're cluttered externally you are cluttered internally if you have a if you're disorganized externally you are disorganized internally i mean that's just that's a fact that's an energetic fact right that's the law um that's just a law right um so it could be a great time to really clear the house clear the energy you know clear your energetic fields clear the emotions that maybe you've been looping and holding on to for maybe not just this year but years maybe it's been decades you know a full moon in cancer is heightened because she is at home and she is extra sort of sensitive and it said that in that degree you know you really that peripheral extrasensory um, you know you can really tune into absolutely everything so if you need some space on the 27th just to you know flop exhale cry scream whatever you need to do um, take that time darlings you know take, tell people around you hey I just need a couple of hours just give me some space I need a couple of hours I'm excited obviously well this this full moon is happening on my midheaven um and i'm going to be on a beautiful island called malamala um which the photos are just amazing we're just spending the day there so it's just going to be a very healing way to end the year um and i would encourage i know that for, for those of you who are in the north uh, maybe you're not going to swim because it's too bloody cold. Um, hello, Canada, negative 15. Look, it's all good. It's all good. But go and have like a magnesium float. You know, get your body into some water submerged, the salt, purify, cleanse, heal, let go, let go, let go, let go, let go, let go, let go. Um, the holding on is weighing you down. Put down what's heavy. What don't you want to take into 2024 with you if you've got my 2024 kit? And if you don't have a physical copy, of course, go and buy it online. You can still get the digital version. It's cheap as chips and you can do the clearing activities. Um, right, get your own special journal and just have it on your phone. Have it, uh, download it to your phone or your, your computer. Have a beautiful journal that you can work with so that you can do all of these rituals that I've made up for you to actually, you know, create a phenomenal year darlings you know like seriously so you know from the 27th through till the 11th like don't don't be scared that you're not ushering in your declarations for 2024 on January 1st okay to be honest I won't be I'm just letting you know that like for me I will be waiting until after January 11. Um, and that's all deliberate because I know the energies, because I know what's going on and I'm prepping you with that as well. But if you feel called to do it before then, of course, trust yourself first and foremost. But from the 27th till the 11th, that can be the time to do the clearing in, in the 2024 kit. Uh, answer the questions, release, let go. Like I said, maybe it's physical clearing you need to do. You need to get rid of old clothes, old undies, bloody old Tupperware. Honestly, like... I've been doing it for a little while the last couple of months and it's just so fucking liberating. So clear it out before you enter a new year and yeah, enjoy, enjoy the last full moon of 2023, darlings. I'm so looking forward to it. Look, and on, on the 31st, we, you know, get a little bit of a gift from the sky god Jupiter as he stations direct at around midday. So this is exciting. You know, Jupiter is fun. Taurus is fun. Um, I mean, look, I know that Taurus can be quite serious. I don't really see bulls having that much fun unless they're having sex. Um, but look, sex and eating is fun. That is my fun. Um, but Jupiter does station direct. So this is like a little gift. It's like, hey, um, here you go. Merry fucking Christmas and a happy new year. Um, the moon happens to be in Leo as well. And Venus has moved into Sag. I mean, like I've shared earlier, I have loved Venus in Scorpio. It's been super, you know, beautiful for me. Um, and I hope for you too, just clearing up that energetic debris, um, you know, the old fragments, that dismembering that we've been through. Venus has come in benefically and, and you know, and given us the courage. Um, and, the, and, you know, if you're brave enough, you walk with Venus in Scorpio. It takes bravery. It's, it's a very big 
terrain that she walks with Hades, yeah? So, uh, you know, now she's going to be in Sag and all of a sudden we get this fire, we get this excitement, you know, Venus is in Sag, the, um, my light is flickering like there is a ghost here. Yep, that's okay. Hi, how are you going? It's all good. Don't even worry about it. Um, Venus is in Sag, so this is fun, adventure, freedom, love. Like, this is just great. We love Venus in Sag. Um, if you've got Venus in Sag, happy Venus return, darlings. Enjoy this. Um, the moon is in Leo. But look, the moon is in Leo until around 10 p.m.-ish. That's, that's Australian time, okay? Luckily for me, actually, that's midnight Fijian time. So fucking that will be when I'm going to bed because let me give you the hot tip. The moon will then move into Virgo and oppose Saturn and Venus will be squaring Saturn. So if you want to do all of your celebrations in a very fun, fiery way, you might want to do that until around 10 p.m. Queensland time um, when the moon moves into Virgo and all of a sudden things get a little bit more somber. It's when that, you know, it's when, you know, the energy shifts at a party or you know it's time to go home. Saturn's coming in and he's like, what the fuck are you guys doing, right? So you're going to have, uh, you know, but I mean, Saturn's in Pisces too. Are you drinking like a fish? I don't know. Like really, Really be mindful of your drinking. You know, Jupiter's finally going to move direct in, in Taurus. It's going to be extravagant and excitable. Um, Venus is in, in Sag and, you know, Venus in Sag just wants more, more of fucking everything. So have fun. And with the moon in Leo, I mean, come on. This is just, this is a gift. This is a gift. But like I said, you know, the moon is going to oppose Saturn and Venus is squaring Saturn. So there is a little bit of restraint and inhibition that's sort of there. So like I said, have your fun before the moon moves into Virgo because it might really change afterwards. Um, but I'm wishing you so much love over this portal of the new year. Really, it's a sacred time of, you know, initiation and moving through a new rite of passage. Um it's, it, it is, it's crossing that threshold into a new numerological year. I mean, we're going to go from a one month to a nine month. It's sort of going to be like, oh, okay, are we back in November again? Like what the actual? So um, be gentle with yourselves in January, especially that first week. That's just my hot tip. That first week, um, be gentle. Um, don't expect too much. Saturn's a strong, you know, he's playing some, some hard games there that first week. So um you know, be kind to yourself and to others and have an amazing, you know, have an amazing time with family or friends or wherever you are and whatever you're doing. Um, I hope that you can find some peace um, and some happiness and some love and send that out to the world. God knows it needs it. Um, walk deliberately on the great mother and, and maybe, you know, put that healing, uh, through your feet and down into your earth star chakra so that uh, she can she can feel that as well and, and we can sort of send that send that everywhere that it's needed right now which is pretty pretty big um, be gentle with you and remember there's nothing to rush about for you, you don't you're not you know you're not going to run out of time if you slow down you will get more done trust me you, if you slow down you will get more done uh, thank you again for an amazing amazing year with me it is beautiful having you in my community in my space in my energy I want to just say I'm so humbly grateful to you all and I wish you so much love over these next few weeks and I will be back uh, in January I don't know when yet um, I'm pretty much off until the 22nd but hey you never know I might feel like popping on before then we'll see um, but have a beautiful beautiful portal and so much love and thank you for everything happy 2023 goodbye 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 <laughs>